May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable and pleasing in your sight. O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. In today's text, we encounter a woman who is unnamed. She's been suffering for 12 years, spent all her money on health care and that still didn't help. And if anything, she's getting worse. Biblical scholar Walter Gaffney uses the word restriction to translate the Hebrew word for unclean. So she was restricted from participating in the life of the community. And according to Levitical purity codes, a woman hemorrhaging in the socio-cultural context of that time was not allowed to participate in the life of the community. She was restricted, ostracized, marginalized from community. And even more, in touching anyone, they would become unclean. And so it was also on her, so her responsibility to not contaminate others. And so in her reaching out to touch Jesus, she was putting herself and him at great risk, at least in the community's eyes. She was making Jesus unclean. I can't even begin to imagine how this journey towards reaching out to Jesus must have been for her. It takes tremendous courage and vulnerability to do what she did. She took what was probably at this point one of the greatest risks of her life. And even more, knowing that others would think she's absurd for doing this. And she sits and prods and thinks to herself, if only, if only I could touch his garment, then I will be healed. To her touch, Jesus responds, who touched me? Then after she shared her testimony, he says, daughter, you are healed. Go in peace. Jesus did something that no doctor was able to do in 12 years. And in healing her, he dignified her, acknowledged the humanity of someone the society had rendered invisible, disrupted the norms of who is included. And it was this woman who expanded the perspectives of all those gathered. Kwok Pulan, a post-colonial feminist ethicist, says that the subaltern woman, so the, the most marginalized, should be given epistemological privileges, so meaning-making privileges, as they will have the most inclusive perspective. And we see here 
this unnamed woman, now daughter, being given epistemological privileges. Jesus renders visible one who the community had rendered invisible. She is colloquially and popularly known as a woman with the issue of blood. And we experience it here too. And yet, when we look clearly at her story, the true narrative about her life is that she is a woman who took agency to participate in her own healing in a socio-cultural context that justified restricting her from participating in the life of the community. And perhaps our inability or choosing not to see her says more about us than her. Our struggles to connect with the suffering of another and their lived experiences. And just the idea of risking the loss of our own personal societal status. Our own struggles to accept the parts of ourselves that we feel embarrassed by, ashamed about. And so what do we do? We project them onto other people instead. And we're not able to see them. And so if we took a moment to put ourselves in her shoes and saw the world through the lens of her own humanity, her own hopes, dreams, desires, aspirations, what we see here is someone who has defined for herself who she is going to be and not allow society to define who she is. She knows her worth. She exercises her agency to rewrite her narrative. And in her standing up for herself, she also creates room for others to stand up for themselves. She names herself with her actions. It takes tremendous vulnerability to name your desires especially in the midst of people who know you, who have decided who you are. I'm sure we can relate to some extent to times in our lives when we've so desperately wanted something and knew that the people around us wouldn't get it. And yet something deep down kept nudging, a deep knowing a deep curiosity and we have to choose ourselves and we take great risks not knowing what the outcome will be knowing we might be embarrassed bring shame to ourselves and others and yet we need to do something for ourselves and trust that Jesus will ask about us who touched me what is it in your life that you feel is weighing you down, that has defined you in ways that are disconnected from who you are? 
What is it that you need to reach out about to exercise your own agency about to alter your life narrative? Jesus says to her, Daughter, you have acted with great faith and this has made you well. Kelly Brown Douglas speaks of faith as a moral participation that changes the realities of this world. A moral imagination that understands that life is not constrained by what is. That in fact, this kind of imagination is the hope that trusts. And in the words of MLK, that the arc of God's universe does in fact bend towards justice. A woman not allowed to participate in society uses her voice, her agency, participates in a way that changes the realities of her life. And in doing so, whether knowingly or unknowingly, impacts the lives of those around bearing witness and those who will hear of the story. She reminds us of the courage to voice and speak our truths. It is in our voicing, in our sharing of ourselves, in our vulnerability, that we are freed, liberated, healed, free to be who we are. Our faith makes us well and we can go in peace. Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it in abundance, have it in its fullness. And here we are today, bearing witness to a life lived abundantly. Amen.